You're listening to Juno Afternoon. I'm Shelley Delaney, and here with me is Ed Bayarski for another episode of Garden Talk. It's Wednesday, so it's time for more Garden Talk. Hi, Ed. Good afternoon, Shelley. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for being here. Ed's live in the studio today. This is kind of a first for us. Well, I was working uh, only a couple blocks away, finishing the planting at uh, Sea Alaska. So it's convenient. Yes, And it I is. head home to garden. Yeah. All right. So we've had, um, I mean, I just don't think it gets any, the weather gets any better for gardening here on Plinkitani. So uh, what's, what is there to do, right? Is your garden just growing itself? Uh, no. Oh, the weed. <laughs> well, yeah, the weeds are doing just fine. I mean, the dandelions <laughs> are in full flower. They're looking just beautiful out there. And I wish I could see more bees on the dandelions or on my cherry trees or somewhere. I'm not seeing many. That's unfortunate. Hopefully more will come. But we are planting madly and trying at this point with the sunny weather, trying to keep the greenhouse a little cooler. It, last weekend it topped out, well, let's say when a couple days of 110, then it hit 115. And today's Wednesday. I think m- Sunday afternoon, I think it, it pegged the thermometer at 120. That Which is, is very hot. <laughs> I don't go in there when it's that hot. Um, just getting my tomatoes planted in there. Cucumbers are going in here maybe tomorrow, maybe this afternoon. Um, but it's war- the good thing is it's warming the soil, and which is what we want to have happen in there. And I'm trying to keep, I've got buckets and barrels of water, again, trying to store some heat to moderate, basically moderate the nighttime drop temperature because it is, my greenhouse is just, Single layer of visqueen plastic, so it does cool off quickly through that. Uh, if I had it inflated, and or if I had a double layer, then I could get some, keep some more heat in there. So ventilation is a, is always important. I oh, do sorry have to openings. interrupt you, but uh, what is the what is the purpose of having buckets of water and things? So like the around? buckets of water, or or gallon jugs, or whatever you have, you're trying to put some thermal mass in there, which the sun will warm up during the daytime. And then that thermal mass releases, slowly releases the heat at nighttime after the sun goes down. Of course, there's, you know, not that many hours of darkness now, but my greenhouse is shaded after five o'clock or so. So that thermal mass, just like earlier when we were talking about root cellars some weeks, months ago, that I have thermal mass in there for kind of the same reason to so it doesn't get too cold but again it keeps the cool air in that longer to keep my potatoes and other stuff uh, dormant basically so it's using it to store heat or cool I guess whichever so the water stores helps to store yes. the heat or keep and, it you know, it some just folks, helps thermoregulate. And I can notice a difference, too. I've got a, a white barrel and a blue barrel. And, boy, the water in the blue barrel is much warmer. Mm. So some folks will paint their, whether they have, you know, maybe steel barrels or they might even paint jugs or, I mean, you can get any color, almost any color of the rainbow in buckets. You know, lots of blue buckets, white ones, green ones, black ones. So all of those, the black ones will absorb more heat. You can feel the difference, and you can measure the difference. So again, for the plants that I want to grow, the things that like warmth, like tomatoes and cucumbers, squash, 
Um, some herbs I have in there also, and just planted uh, coriander slash cilantro and dill, rosemary. We've got some little fig trees out there. So all of those like the heat. And that 110 to 120 degrees now isn't too bad, but it can be too hot once the tomatoes and cucumbers and other things start flowering that it can actually damage the pollen when it gets that hot. So then I'll have to be work more carefully just at keeping my doors open essentially because I don't have fans at this point yet on a thermostat, which particularly with smaller greenhouses, uh, little hobby greenhouses need something to ventilate the heat because they can cook very quickly. You go off to work in the morning and it's cool and cloudy, 10 o'clock the sun comes out and suddenly it's 110 degrees in there. And so that from 40 to 110 can be stressful. So was this, uh, is this the type of weather that you were prepared for in May or did you think it's, is it a little too hot it's, too early? No, this is, this is typical. I mean, they are predicting the next 10 days to beautiful. I mean, actually hitting the 70 degree mark officially. So that would be great. Uh, again, that's what we've been waiting for. It's been a cool spring up through the la until the last two weeks, finally warming up. So that's a good thing. And it is relatively normal to get some of this nice stuff. And as gardeners, this is what we look forward to. And we try not to get too grumpy. If we get a week of sunshine, it starts getting dusty, and we're squinting all the time. <laughs> and uh, a little light rain is therapeutic, too. <laughs> yeah, on Monday, I was a little bit relieved to see the rain. My, I just needed a break from the sun. And, you know, you walk outside, and the, it smells fresh and clean. And it does wash the dust off the plants or off the car or otherwise, because I also saw there's a lot of spruce pollen mm -hmm. on the little puddles now, which some folks may be reacting to. So the rain, I mean, we could dream that it just rains at night and it's nice during the daytime, but we need the rain. I mean, this is a rainforest. We need the rain. And then as long as the sun comes back, plants will grow. And my carrots are up and peas are up and potatoes are coming up. And I'm planting a little barley patch. Uh, and that's sprouting. It's looking really good. I do remember you saying in an earlier episode that you had hoped that you'd have to water more this year. So it looks like you got your wish. Yes. Right now, let's hope uh, that's okay. You know, we've luckily we are we in Southeast Alaska have water that we can water where I'm. And talking. I have a question about water. The water that you. <clears throat> put on your plants do you treat that in any certain way or do you just no so well for some stuff and like when I, we were just plant uh, my wife and I were planting tomatoes this weekend um, having buckets that are warmer so I mean having those buckets or barrels that I can dip water out of to water especially the new transplants is nice so it's not coming straight out of the tap or out of the hose which can be well it's it's ground temperature which can be 40 degrees and that can shock the plants too. So if we can moderate the water temperature by leaving it set out overnight, the folks ask about, you ask about treatment, um, there's normally a minimum of chlorine left in our tap water. But again, say if you're watering house plants or outdoor or well, more greenhouse plants, just having it in an open container will allow what little bit of chlorine might be left in there to uh, be released to the air 
normally that's uh, taken out in the process. It's treated and then retreated to remove chlorine. So I don't worry about that, though I might, again, in those buckets of mine, I may be mixing in some weed juice or other liquid fertilizers, fish, liquid fish, liquid kelp, and other stuff might go into the water for watering transplants or for uh, giving plants a little boost, especially that liquid is more quickly taken up by the plants, by the roots. Excellent. Well, um, we just have about 30 seconds left. Is there anything else you want to add for Garden Talk today? Oh, keep planting. I mean, on the one hand, you, you mentioned, oh, you think it's a little late and we're getting behind, and but seeds will sprout. I'm still planting. I will be planting, well, every week planting something and starting new stuff from seed all the time. So keep at it, and that will allow you to do a succession of crops of lettuce or broccoli or who knows what, spinach. Let's wait on spinach until uh, 1st of August for the new crop. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Ed Bayarski. You're welcome, Shelley. <laughs>